a lot of painting companies winters uh, or the winter presently in 2022 is very similar to a soft uh, start to spring. And they've mm-hmm. never seen that before, even in the colder climates where typically people would be out of work. They're still processing interiors. I don't believe that's going to you know, continue on into 2022, much past mid-spring, but it is, uh, it is an unusual dynamic and one I hope we never have to contend with again. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio. I want to give you all a really warm welcome. My name is Kathleen. I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my very dynamic duo, Chris Shank, who is the leader of our Education and Engagement Department at Estimate Rocket University. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I wouldn't do it without you. I just want to let everyone know we're super excited to have Brandon Lewis here in our Estimate Rocket Radio studios. Brandon, if you don't know who he is, he is the founder of the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. And he also does publishes a weekly newsletter called Painters Weekly. Brandon celebrates over seven years of bringing the very best in consulting and education to the painting industry. We talk to Brandon about the upcoming summit and we discuss what contractors are dealing with now in what Brandon calls a soft start to spring. It requires really intelligent responses to the environment that a lot of business owners find themselves in during this season, during a lot of economic changes, during a pandemic, but it is an opportunity. Hardship becomes an opportunity for advantage. You can pull out ahead of the pack. You can differentiate yourself. There's a lot of possibility here. And Brandon leads us right to it. Hey, Brandon, it is wonderful to have you on Estimate Rocket Radio. I'm glad to be here. I love hearing your dulcet tones. And I I hear that you have a partner in crime there with you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, partner in crime is it for sure. Um, (laughs) We have a lot of fun, though, with this kind of crime. (laughs) It's the it's the fun kind uh, doing all kinds of neat education and podcasts and finding out what's going on out there that people are going to be interested in. And we know that you have a lot going on over there at the Painters Academy. And you actually have an event coming up. So what's going on over there at APPC this year? It's a lot of of letters. I don't blame you. I've thought about getting rid of some of them. Um, Those two P's in the middle, it really trips people up, myself included. Um, So we're getting ready for our annual Painting Profit Summit. This is our sixth year. It'll be in Western Florida. So that always consumes a large amount of bandwidth, but it's like a family reunion and everybody is uh, very successful, very kind and welcoming. And so uh, it it always makes me very, very happy. Uh, As soon as it starts, I'm on cloud nine. It's all the work to get it going. (laughs) This is so challenging. It is. It is. It's a huge task. And of course, Estimate Rocket is a sponsor and we'll be here. We are super excited. And really what got me so intrigued about your summit is that, you know, one of the highlights is going to be optimizing critical business systems in sales, recruiting, hiring, marketing, and operations. First of all, that's a mouthful 
But I have to tell you, Brandon, every time we talk to our customers, that's a reoccurring theme, every one of those areas. So you focusing on that during this summit is going to be fantastic. Well, you know, I think people can, if they are not careful, they can overcomplicate a painting business. There are a few, I mean, maybe probably 10 to 12 major systems and when those things are, are firing well, uh, everything is great. Uh, if, if, if most of those things are firing well, uh, everything is tolerable. Uh, and so we really try to make sure that, that folks are steeped in the fundamentals. And if you drew a Venn diagram, uh, what we've discovered is that you put 10 painters in a room, uh, three of them have hiring problems, but three of them don't. Uh, seven of them have operations problems, but five of them don't. And when they uh, swap ideas and strategies and tactics, uh, they become uh, a more comprehensively capable painting business uh, because you can learn from the mistakes of others. And that's what uh, true wisdom is all about. Learning from the mistakes of others. Yes. Well, I've got plenty for everyone to learn from, <laughs> but <laughs> if, <laughs> if you guys over there, you're, you're seeing hiring and operations problems come up again and again. When you talked about the Venn diagram, are those the two areas primarily that you see a convergence on um, that a lot of people are dealing with? Well, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. You know, some people are process folks and they are highly technical uh, about the painting. And then some people are sales and marketing folks that could really care less about the painting and they take kind of a laissez-faire approach to it. A lot of it is personality and or experience driven. But in 2020 and 2021, when the, you know, all of the uh, external uh, pressures that were created um, that aren't market pressures by the government, so many people were paid more to sit at home than to work. Um, it really put a, a already struggling industry in the labor department, just put it into a tailspin from a capacity standpoint. Meanwhile, you had all of the pent up uh, customer demand from mm -hmm. folks that did not want anyone in their home, uh, could not have anybody in their business, either because of just personal preference or the, the, the laws in the municipalities or their state. And so all that demand, which is probably 30% greater, got released into a market where the capacity and the labor was 30% less. And so that's the first time anyone ever had to, to really contend with it. And for example, now, uh, a lot of painting companies' winters, uh, or the winter presently in 2022, is very similar to a soft uh, start to spring. And they've mm -hmm. never seen that before, even in the colder climates where typically people would be out of work they're still processing interiors. I don't believe that's going to you know, continue on into 2022, much past mid spring, but it is, uh, it is an unusual dynamic and one I hope we never have to contend with again. So what kind of tips are you giving people or what are you hearing are good strategies in dealing with that? Uh, Cause that is an interesting predicament for sure. Mm -hmm. And if it's just for a limited time, how, what are you hearing are good solutions or what are you presenting as good solutions during this time? I guess, I don't know, this just leapt into my mind. It would almost be like if you you were used to uh, using your, uh, plowing your field with three donkeys and now you've got two, right? Uh, maybe you could have been a little sloppy. Maybe you could have kind of got started a little later. Maybe just all kinds of things you probably could have done and still gotten the field plowed. 
uh, but you can't do it that way now. And so maybe you changed out your plow, maybe you started earlier, maybe you rested uh, your, your field uh, hands differently. And so in the case of uh, painting contractors, they've had to learn how to make the same amount of money or more with the exact same crew size. And typically that means, you know, taking a fine focus on job costing, um, beginning to incentivize your people on uh, saved labor and material bonus programs, conducting your crew meetings a different way with a finer focus on customer satisfaction and operational improvements. Uh, and, and the other thing is also this, when you've got a smaller crew size, you really want to make sure that you're working for better quality clients and that the transaction sizes are charged uh, and the, uh, sorry, the transaction sizes are uh, larger and mm -hmm. that your charge rates are higher. And so all that stuff uh, kind of it, it forces people who previously might have been able to meet their income goals by just throwing more painters at it and just kind of pumping up the volume. Well, that wasn't really an option as much this year. So they had to get a lot better at refining their operations to make sure that it, it really produced well. That's good stuff. I'm hearing training incentives, crew mm -hmm. meetings, how you do crew meetings becomes very important. Everything has to be much more honed and targeted, better, finding better clients, targeting projects, higher mm -hmm. prices. This is all really good business that should have been, like you said, there's the woulda, coulda, shoulda happening like maybe everybody should be doing these things all the time, but now it becomes imperative that you got to, you're walking on a razor's edge in one side could really hurt your business. And the other side could be great success. It sounds like to me, but you really got to get super smart right now because there's a, there's a lot at stake and there's a lot of risk probably. So what it feels like to me anyway, that's what two donkeys instead of three means to me. I don't know about you, Kathy. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, Chris, you and I have talked so many times on podcasts about A-teams. And at this point, we have to highly recommend to all of our contractors that they put together their A-teams and you can have fewer people that can get even a better job done quicker and faster but you also need to incentivize people properly and pay them fairly for what they're doing. But in my opinion, you're better off with a smaller A team than you are having large teams with people who really don't even want to be there to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Brandon, do you think that this is really a good thing that there is some separation in competition that, Maybe back in the day when you're like, you just threw more people at it. That's not a really refined approach. Doesn't, I mean, it, you know, if, if you're just really picking up the cash that's laying there and you're just putting more work and going at the grind harder and harder all the time, now you have to hit it hard, but you have to hit it smarter. And the people who are playing smarter have a little bit of a chance to make more headway and to pull out way ahead. Do you think that's fair to say that this is a great opportunity for smart business? Yes, I think for people that are willing to uh, work harder and harder is not always uh, physical labor or hours for a lot of people, they would rather dig a ditch for a lifetime than to think for 10 minutes because <laughs> it is it. It, it is painful. It is painful yes. to sit down and do something it new. It really is. To learn it something is. new, you get this wave of anxiety and procrastination comes over you. You begin to immediately, like there's almost this visceral um fight or flight thing that comes on and a lot of men in particular we are 97.3 percent male dominated industry 
Um, they don't like that. They don't like change. I mean, I'm kind of in that boat myself. I've learned to force myself to do it. And so for people like uh, that are willing to get serious about the business end of their business, it's a great time. I started my business in 2008 during the uh, recession, right at the end of 2007. And while everybody else was going out of business, I was growing mine because I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. And so the folks that can't adapt, that will not um, become better at recruiting and retaining employees, the, the folks that you know, have always just tried to um, shove more uh, work through a broken system uh, as the only way to do anything and often not really even knowing if they're making money at all. That's just the state right. of the industry. Um, for those that are savvy, uh, when times get tough, it, it's not as, it's as easy as perhaps it was previously, but in my experience, typically they can make it through those times. And then as soon as it gets a little bit easier, boy, they can really fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. then the competition has been thinned out. That's right. Uh, you, you'd hope that the people who couldn't keep up aren't, aren't really your competition anymore. I mean, we don't like thinking about that happening maybe in the industry because we're all like, oh, all boats rise in the tide. But it's kind of a good idea if you know, you're like, well, I want to be, I want my peers to be the other smart, hard workers and not just people who just, just gunned it. You know, um, I don't know. I think that's kind of a neat opportunity. And even though it does get really hard and, and like you said, thinking is hard. Thinking is hard. It's hard for all of us. And, and it's scary. And like you said, the visceral response and the fight or flight, that's, that's not fun necessarily. So thinking involves all, all that and it involves change and we get so comfortable and we start feeling so safe and we don't like the ground being pulled out from underneath us. And so people who can survive in those types of atmospheres and kill, still keep their head on their shoulders and, and, and keep moving forward, even if it's kind of slowly groping in the dark, um, it, it sounds, sounds like a good opportunity still, even though it's hard. It's it a is separate. a fantastic opportunity. There's never been higher demand for home services. There's never been fewer providers. There's never been uh, less painters who are skilled available. And to me, that's, that's awesome. It's like, great. I bet I can right. find more than anybody else. I, exactly. bet I, <laughs> I bet I can get out there and find a way to do it. And when I do my uh, assessments and I've done about 2,400 of them, uh, so I've spent over a calendar year just on the phone with painting contractors walking through their systems. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, we I quit in 2008 and then I started back up in 2015. I quit in 2008 and I started back up and da, da, da. I mean, I hear that. I mean, about every six or seven calls probably that I'm doing mm -hmm. now. Uh, and I wonder if five years later, I will hear, well, we quit in 2022. <laughs> we started back up and, and I just wonder, I don't know if, if we're going to see the same effect, uh, if the labor shortage will cause as much disruption as the demand shortage. Uh, but it will be interesting to see. And, it, and people will be going out of business for an entirely different reason. Hmm. Well, and, and what's going to be great. I think it's perfect timing. You're having your annual profit summit next week. Um, as I said, we will be there as well and getting together top business people to inspire one another and really, you know, open up their mind and think, start thinking about different ways and, and how to make money and how to build their teams. Um, and maybe even how to change up their operations. I mean, it's such a great opportunity and it's perfect timing. It is. And, you know, people are always skeptical 
of me because I, I run an organization and I obviously stand to benefit from people that join our programs. And mm-hmm. so there's, there's a, any person who thinks about doing anything should have a, a healthy skepticism and do their research. The beauty that I love about the summit is that I, I spend very little time speaking. I'm talking like, I don't know, you cobble it all together aside from announcements. It might be like an hour aside mm-hmm. from the pre, aside from the pre-day. Uh, which I, I am there for four hours, but it's it's painters talking to painters, mm-hmm. and there is something uh, that message of personal testimony of what works and what doesn't is received so differently peer to peer than it is expert to peer that people's eyes, even that have been in our program, and especially folks for the first time that for whatever reason, and if you've tuned out, tune back in because this is important think that this industry can't produce uh, amazing wealth and opportunity and quality of life that because they have not yet been able to achieve it themselves will meet folks that have figured it out. And all of a sudden the light bulb and the optimism goes off. They leave. I get emails. I just never knew it could be this good. I always, the only people I ever knew were the folks I saw at the paint store and, you know, our industry, the average, you know, painter is 1.7 people. They're not economically successful. Mm-hmm. And when they see that it can be done and it just has to do with the business systems, the light goes off in a way that I could never make it go off. So I enjoy right. uh, just putting the people in the room and often they do the rest. Mm-hmm. I love that painters talking to painters and yeah, some of the people who haven't figured out how to make it work and to live a good life in the painting industry, in a painting business, yet you're, you're matching them up with people who have learned that. Wow. That's, that's so good. And, and I truly, I, what keeps coming to mind as you're saying this, and, and it is, it's, the time is really good for some things. And if we look at hardship as an opportunity for advantage, that, that this could be the, t- the time to learn and the time to win better than any other time because you pull out so far ahead. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just more and more convinced that and I hear you talk and I get all these ideas. And so I guess that's what the summit is really all about, right? Um, people getting there you know, getting the ideas and the courage and the vision to be able to take back with you and say, okay, I can do it. I know how to get there now <laughs> because some, sometimes you just, you just can't see it. You got to see it to believe it, to act on it right. in some sense, I would say. So I hope that's what people are going to be getting from there. And I know they usually do. Yeah. We're going to, they're going to walk away with not only, you know, in the pre-day, we really do focus on uh, here are the tools, walk away with these uh, ready to go, uh, and in the uh, the which is an optional uh, thing where we're going to focus exclusively on operations. But then when we get into the general sessions, there's a lot of that uh, sharing as well. But a lot of it is here. Here are the big picture things, and then of course when people get into their hot seat groups, they're grouped by their peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, like you know, we have probably from startup to about three or four hundred thousand, and then we have from four hundred thousand up to eight hundred thousand, and eight to one point five million, and then one point five million mm-hmm. to as big as twenty something million. Mm-hmm. And that's the the big boy group at the top, mm-hmm. and uh, those guys. Uh, it's so funny they get in a room and there's a combination of, oh, you can do better, honey. Don't lose heart and you're an idiot. You need to get off your ass and actually start working. And I don't think you're mm-hmm. taking it seriously. And you get kind of a combo. There's tough love and there's like the, the sweet, supportive encouragement. And sometimes <laughs> you need a little bit of both. Oh, right. right. Exactly. And so a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, candid truthfulness and a little bit of uh, encouragement. And that cocktail is typically what motivates people. And so it's just funny to watch it happen. People walk out of there and like, gosh, I got to get my act together. Wow. I didn't know that was possible. And sometimes. (laughs) And there's still so much time because we're, we're just at the beginning of 2022. So there's a time 
to, to change the direction of your ship and start making profits and exactly. exactly. And have an easier time just with the whole flow of the business. And, and I think it's so encouraging when you are listening to your peers, because it's a lot easier for them to tell you to get off your, you know, what, and start doing it this way because it's proven and it's, it really is the way to change up your business. So um, I can't wait to go and I'm going to be taking notes and I'm sure it's, it's going to be very educational for us as well. And so, I would say, you know, your, your biggest uh, salespeople at our event will be the folks that are already using estimate rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just got a ton of guys that absolutely love the program and it's interesting in the, for whatever reason, and it makes sense because it's a, it's a very, um, integral part of running a painting business, you have to be able to calculate estimates accurately and present them in a persuasive manner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, if you can't, and I always tell our guys, if you can't be the cheapest, be the most expensive. Uh, And so it's important (laughs) to have a good sales process to do that. And uh, so invariably in those hot seat sessions, somebody, it it always comes up, well, I use estimate rocket. Well, I use estimate rocket. And so there's, uh, (laughs) you've got tons of people that are advocating um, for use of your product because it, it really does work. So how can people learn more about registering and get to the summit? Well, we are closing registration uh, officially on the 21st. So people better hustle up. Uh, It is paintersacademy.com. If you just go to paintersacademy.com, there will be a large yellow button at the top. And there's a little, um, we put that at the very top of our website so that people can easily find it. It's just paintersacademy.com. And even if you just searched um, Google Painting Profits uh, Summit 2022, uh, you'll find information on it and uh, how to register both virtually. So if you'd like to attend from the comfort of your painting shop or home uh, in your underwear, you can do so. (laughs) Uh, and depending <laughs> on what you're wearing, you may decide to, or not to turn on your video. Um, and if you'd like to come live, uh, you can do that as well. It's in Western Florida. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to be great. And for a lot of folks in the Northern climates, uh, they would really like to go somewhere. It's warm, at least for a few days. Yes. And, uh, and it's a tax write-off. Uncle Sam doesn't need your money. Sounds awesome. Estimate Rocket is going to be represented there. And, uh, really looking forward to seeing how it all turns out. It's going to be neat. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We can't wait to see you, Brandon. Well, well, I'm not much to look at, but I will still be very affable and friendly. <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much for being on the podcast. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank Bye, you. Brandon. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. For a lot of people, they would rather dig a ditch for a lifetime than to think for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>